hello friends, Shauna DeMellon with you, and you are listening to the Oracle of Light podcast. In this week's episode, I'd like to share all of the different, different ways that your loved ones are near during the holidays. I've had so, so many clients that have, that have reached out and are looking for extra support at this time of year. And whether you have lost a loved one in this last year or previously, this time of year can bring up so many different feelings and emotions and memories. And sometimes it can feel like a tsunami. And if this is the first Christmas without your loved one, I'm sending you extra love and extra support at this time. And... It is so important to be gentle with yourself and to allow yourself the time that that you require. Sometimes we need to take a step back from the daily grind, if you will. Sometimes we need to just let the laundry pile up, let the emails go unanswered, and we just need to set those boundaries and be able to say no when something isn't vital, it isn't important, and really only doing things that feel good for you. And some days, the only thing that will feel good is just spending time alone. And other days we may want to have that connection with other people. I know that the grieving process is so different for everyone, even for families that I've, I've experienced and worked with over the years. Everyone in the family has grieved differently, and there is no wrong or right way to grieve. There is no timeline. There really isn't. The heart, the heart heals in its own way, in its own time. And I find that most people will either withdraw with their healing, with their heart, or they feel like they need to make that connection with other people. They don't want to be alone. They, they want to be uh, connecting with people, talking to people, sharing with people. And I think it's, it's a very, very individual process. And it's so important to honor your process in whatever way that works for you and whatever that looks like. And... Grief typically goes through five stages. There is sadness. There can be a bargaining. Maybe we could have done something sooner. There can be anger. There can even be depression. And we finally work our way through to acceptance. And there isn't a linear line for our grief. I know that when I lost my son, that I probably spent two years in shock that my mind and my heart just were not able to comprehend that that he wasn't here. I just wasn't able to get my head around that. I just couldn't couldn't fathom the idea of of living without him, of of not having him in my world. And in working through the grief, and really giving myself permission to honor him and to honor what could have been and to honor the life that I saw with him, with my family, I started to work through the grieving process. And 
It can be ugly. It can be messy. It can hurt like hell. I mean, there are no words to describe what that pain can feel like. And it is just so important to surround yourself with the help and the support and the love that that you need to work through that. And yes, this is a very different, different time that we are living and that we are experiencing right now. We are here in the midst of COVID. We're, we're living in the midst of a pandemic. Things are being locked down. We are facing um, heavier restrictions here in Calgary. I'm in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And we've got Christmas just around the corner. We've had one heck of a ride this year and it's been impacting everyone differently. There isn't anyone that hasn't been touched by what has happened this year with COVID and losing a loved one in the midst of all of that will just bring up a complete, a completely different level of, it can be loss, it can be pain, it can be disappointment, grief, sadness, anger, it can bring up so many different emotions. And it's so important, again, to find the help, find whatever will will bring, start to bring peace to your soul and honor the process and whatever that looks like for you. I often share with people that grief will show up in a myriad of different ways and that one loss will typically ping pong back to other losses. And I love to explain that to people to help them understand because if you have lost several loved ones in the last few years, it can feel very overwhelming. It can feel like a tsunami of emotions just hit you. And with the understanding that that's what's happening, I'd like to give you that extra awareness and insight, if you will, to help you understand that maybe that's why it feels even more raw as you're processing the grief that you're currently working through, the loss that you're currently working through. And I know for me, what will happen is I will experience pockets of grief. Uh, you know, just earlier today, I was, I was chatting with someone um, who had lost a child. And after I, I hung up the phone, I... I just really sat with it. It just, it really touched that place in my heart where my loss lives. And it's not as intense as it used to be, but I do still have pockets of grief. And I know that when I have a pocket of grief that the best thing I can do is move. So I went for a walk. I chatted with a girlfriend. I had a tea um, and just really sat with it and just allowed it to to come out and just to express and and not make it wrong, not judge myself, not become frustrated and just allow it to, to just allow it to be. And pockets of grief can show up at any time. And it's so important not to stuff them down. It's so important to find the space just to allow that to process. Um, I, I had a client years ago. Um, his name was Dale and he always tells me to share the story if I can. Big, big man, probably six foot six, big husky man, and he lost his son. And he would come to see me and have a reading. And 
He said after every reading, he would go and he would go sit in his truck. He would go find a park or, or somewhere where he could sit by the river and he would just cry and just release. And he felt like he, he had to be this big, strong man for everybody else. And so he, he found a way to process his grief. He found a way to honor what he was feeling and allow all of those feelings to come to the surface. And he allowed himself to move through it. And I know for me, I know that my loved ones are near this time of year. It's, and it, it's different for me. I mean, I'm, I'm a medium. I, you know, this is my world. And so I'm, I'm very, very aware when there is um, an energy present, there is a, a spirit, a soul, whichever lingo works for you. When my crossover loved ones come in, I'm very aware instantly that they're here. And that doesn't work for everybody. <laughs> and depending on how your gifts work, we've shared this in other episodes, you may be clairvoyant, where you may see flashes of color out of the corner of your eye, you may see repeating numbers, your dreams may be vivid, you may see an image in your mind's eye, that's clairvoyant. Clairsentient is our clear feeling. I always get goosebumps whenever something rings true for me. Whenever it's a yes, I just zing from head to toe. If it's a no, it's like a clenching sensation in my gut. Clairsentience is that could be warmth, it could be tingles, it could be feeling a temperature shift, feeling like the hair standing up on the back of your neck. There is claircognizance. And claircognizance is our clear knowing. We just know even before the question is asked. We know the answer. We just have these, these snippets of inspiration and, and clarity that come in. And there isn't a logical explanation as to where it came from. Uh, something like this happened, it was a couple of months ago. I was working on something in the garage. And I was looking for a tool to put something together in the garage. I, I have this... I have this um, um, this stand, if you will, for my winter tires. And so I was putting this stand together and I stood there and I was just, I just stood there looking at this thing. <laughs> I was trying to put it together. It's not like an Ikea project, so it wasn't that bad. I didn't get instantly frustrated after I unpacked it. And just in my head, boof. Oh, I have, I have the, um, the wrench, the tools I need, they're in the house. And it just dropped. And so sometimes things just drop like that. And it's not because we've asked a question, they just drop. And that's, that's our clear cognizance. We just know. And then we have clear audience. Clear audience is our clear hearing. So sometimes I will hear spirit. I'll hear my guides. I'll hear someone calling my name. I will hear music. My guides have quite the sense of humor. And I've shared this previously. They like to play different uh, different music, different songs in my head. And with clear audience, sometimes you can hear what isn't being said. It's very subtle. If someone isn't speaking the words, but you can still hear something, that is your clear audience. And so those are the four main ways that spirit will utilize our gifts to relay messages to us. And depending on the day, depending on your skill set, your journey, will depend on how all of that unfolds for you. So for me, today it was incredibly clairvoyant. Everything was visual. I could see, it's almost like a, a little snippet of a movie is playing in my mind's eye. 
and uh, sometimes I see words flash by. Sometimes I, uh, spirit is showing me, you know, different different things. Sometimes I see them, you know, just before they left their physical body. Sometimes I see they want to show me something that was important to them. You know, if, if they were on a farm, if there was, uh, you know, if they love to ride a motorbike, if they love to bake, if they had a large family, if they had a collection of any type. Those are different things that I've been seeing lately, which is absolutely amazing. And lately, loved ones are near. Loved ones are loved ones that have crossed over. They become our greatest fans, our greatest cheerleaders, and they have so much unconditional love from the other side for us. And you don't need to be a medium to experience your loved ones. I have had, oh, probably 20, 20 or 30 people in the last week that have said, I think this was my grandmother. I think that's what it was. I had this dream the other night. I'm pretty sure that was my brother. I heard this song the other day and it was my girlfriend and I, it was our favorite song. Just felt like she was there with me at that moment. And absolutely, especially at this time of year, lots of spirit around, lots of loved ones are, are lingering. Our loved ones love to spend time with us. They love to be with us when there there is a celebration, especially this time of year when perhaps we're, we're missing them, we're feeling lonely, we're feeling disconnected, like something is missing in our world, our loved ones are there. And we have restrictions and limitations. We're not able to see our loved ones as we would normally see them in previous years this year. So the loved ones are around. All of our loved ones are, are very close. And with all of the different energies that are, that are moving around planetarily and energetically that it feels like the thin it feels like the veil is a little bit more thin this time of year and spirit is around more and more and and gifting us with with all of that beautiful energy and love and support from the other side and some of the ways that that you'll know that your loved ones are around. And, and for a lot of people, it's just a knowing. Lately, I think it's 80% knowing. People just know that there is a shift in the energy. They feel a presence. They know that they're not alone. Um, and then spirit, again, will utilize our gifts in any, any number of ways to let us know that they are with us giving us signs and symbols and and sometimes there are strange occurrences yes you know doors are opening we hear footsteps or um, you can hear someone coughing and you're the only one at home um, <laughs> there are there are some different things that can occur some other ways that your loved ones are near during the holidays it could come through scent do you ever smell cookies or baking perfume cologne even cigars or cigarette smoke. There are different ways that, that spirit will let us know that they're near with scent. Photos, photos are huge. I find that this time of year, people are just, people are reminiscing. They're, they're remembering. All of those memories come flooding back and we start to look at, at pictures of our loved ones. And just know that when you do, that your loved ones are with you right at that moment. Sometimes we have special traditions, special traditions that are so near and dear to our heart. 
I was just talking about this today with someone. I said, you know, for my grandmother, she would start baking and cooking in November. And they were, they were getting ready for Christmas. It was so special. And she had so many different special um, cookies that she would make and squares. And oh my gosh, my favorite are the um, marshmallow butterscotch um, squares. Those, to me, when I have a bite of one of those, that's Christmas. So as I'm saying this now, I, I need to go get the ingredients. <laughs> I need to go, I need to make those because that, as soon as I have that first bite, that is, that's grandma. That's grandma's house. That's grandma. And that just brings back all of those incredible memories. And sometimes we, while we honor the special traditions that we've had, we make room for new traditions. And one of the most beautiful traditions that someone shared with me last week is that they have a tree that's set up, a little small tree that is set up for their loved ones. And so they have little ornaments that have pictures of their loved ones. And that tree is in honor of all of their lost loved ones. And I just think that that is just so beautiful. So every year, they put that tree up with all of their lost loved ones, family, friends, whomever it is. And I just think that that is so special. Pets, you know, it's just such such a beautiful way to remember all of our loved ones. Dreams. Oh my goodness, I, uh, I've been working on a special project over the last couple of days and I've interviewed 15 women um, that I'm utilizing that information for market research for a project, uh, a program that I'm creating. And I would say 10, at least 10 of those ladies had shared dreams, that dreams are a beautiful way that they can experience their loved ones. And I know that sometimes I wake up after I've had a dream of, of one of my loved ones and I wake up and it's it's like they're in the room with me. It's like, oh, where are you? Where are you? What just happened? It's like that energy just lingers. It just sits there and it just lingers. And it's so beautiful and so powerful. So this time of year, your dreams may be more vivid. You can even ask your loved ones to come into your dreams. I know with my son, we used to go flying all the time. We haven't done that for a while. Maybe I should ask him to come in and, and we'll do that. But we used to always go flying at night. And it was so much fun. So much fun. Songs. Songs are another way that spirit will let us know that they're here. Sometimes I'll be driving and I'll just get the, I'll just have the awareness to change the channel, you know, the, the radio station. And there's a song that comes on that just touches my heart instantly. Or there's a song that I hear playing and it just takes me back to a memory of my loved one. And again, just know in that moment, if that happens for you, that your loved one is there with you right at that moment. I know that there's another family that um, they always set a place at the dinner table. They always leave an empty spot for spirit to join. And I just think that that's lovely. It's like they're, they're still being included in our everyday experiences. And this time of year, a lot of the memories are coming back in, a lot of those, those different experiences and remembering how much fun and, um, you know, just, I remember, you know, huge family gatherings years ago and when, when my grandmother was still alive and 
the food and the fun and of course you know lots of wine and spirits and um the cooking and the baking just the the preparation was just absolutely incredible and it was such an amazing amazing experience and i'm so glad that i have those memories i remember when i was a little girl they used to play on the radio they had the the santa radar and we would always listen to the the radio when we drove over to grandma's house and we would they would tell us where santa was in the country and i just remember that magic do you remember the magic of christmas i think as we get older we need to look for different ways to experience the magic i love looking at lights i love looking at christmas lights and that that i feel just such magic when i see them and of course, I love cookies and baking and um, just really, really acknowledging the magic of Christmas and welcoming all of the lost loved ones to come in and to spend time with us and to gift us with their their love and their knowledge and their wisdom and their their nurturing guidance and support from the other side. I know I have a, a client who um, they always put pictures on their mantle of all of their crossed loved ones. And it's just another beautiful way to remember them. And again, whenever you're looking at those pictures, just know that your loved ones are there with you. And you can ask your loved ones for a sign. Can you give me a sign that you're here? And it's funny, you can, you can even remember, um, remember funny funny things that your loved ones would do. And just, just I invite you to allow your loved ones to just flood, flood your world with as many signs and symbols and synchronicities that they can, just to let you know that they're with you. And if you're tr really trying to understand or feel or experience your loved one and you're not, that just means you need a little bit more practice. And sometimes when we can close our eyes and place her hand over her heart. In that exact moment, your loved one will do the same. And in that exact moment, if you can just put your walls down, push your barriers down, and just allow yourself to be in that energy with your loved one, they will adjust the energy so that you can start to feel them more and more. And just by doing that simple exercise, your loved ones will jump at the chance to connect with you energetically. Oftentimes people think that they, they need to think their way through, that the best way to connect with spirit and receive messages is through thinking, through thought, through process. And it actually isn't, it's through our heart. So if you'd like to, in this moment, if there's a loved one that you'd like to experience, you can close your eyes and just think of that loved one. You can say silently or out loud, say their name and ask them to come into your space. Ask them to connect to you through your heart. And again, if you receive something right away, that's beautiful. Thank them and acknowledge that. And if you don't, that just means we need a little bit more time, a little bit more practice. And perhaps, depending on where your, where your heart is, where your healing is, that will also determine how much you can receive from your loved one at any given time. I know for myself, when I was in the deep throes of, of grief with my son, I wasn't able to experience him as clearly as I'd hoped. I wasn't able to see him as clearly as I'd hoped. 
and in time I was able to start to experience him more and more and he was always there he was always there ready to communicate and ready to connect and so just knowing that in this moment that your loved one is there with you and if you feel them and experience them it's beautiful and if you you're not quite experiencing them yet I say yet because I know that spirit will always meet us halfway. Maybe they will visit you in your dreams. You can look at pictures of them and just closing your eyes and placing your hands over your heart will slow your thoughts down and bring you into your into a centered space where your loved ones can start to make that connection with you. And of course, if you ever need assistance, it's very important to reach out whatever that looks like for you, whatever you need, it's very important for you to reach out and, and have that, that guidance and that support and that sacred space to hold your heart so that you can work through your grief and, and you can work through your healing process in whichever way that looks for you. I am sending you mountains of love and I send each and every one of you so much, so much love for this season. As we wrap up this year and start to look into the next year, I send you so much love and clarity and, and so many blessings and, and beauty and love and, and abundance in every form for next year. And I thank you for reaching out. I love all of your messages and I, I love connecting with everyone. And, and if there's ever anything that I can, I can do, I can assist with, please reach out and, and do get in touch. You can visit me through my website at www.livealifeyoulove.org. I send you mountains of love. Bye for now.